Welcome to another episode of Visitings, where we talk to artists who are engaged with the public outside the traditional exhibition space. My name is Alan Akagawa, and I'll be your host. Karen Mack is the founder and executive director of Alley Commons, an arts nonprofit based in Los Angeles's Lemert Park community. Their work can be viewed at www.lacommons.org. That's L-A-C-O-M-M-O-N-S dot org. In the true nature of Visiting's radio show, not only is this an interview of Karen, but it's also a very informal conversation between two LA natives. I left a lot of the personal info we talked about because I felt it gave a true flavor of the work of LA Commons. What I mean by that is, uh, their impact on the community and how it's such a relationship business. But I think you also get how Karen's personality and openness is such a welcoming and effect- infectious power. Okay, um, I'm Karen Mack and I am executive director of LA Commons. Um, I started LA Commons about, um, I started planning it in 2000, and then we actually start doing programming in 2003. And at the same time, almost, that I started LA Commons, I had a baby. So, um, my other key title is mom. Your first baby. My first baby, first and only baby, because yes. no more are coming. <laughs> um, and um, was and, that by design? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was. I mean, I was pretty. Starting a business and yeah, that was like enough. Wow. Yes, and then you know, I the door was closing as she was born. So yeah, she was destined to be an only child on many levels. So project management of community projects is nothing compared to motherhood, right? (laughs) Completely. (laughs) But it was so wonderful because you know I started LA Commons and it was still kind of a baby when I had her, so I could take six months off and just like be Mm. with her and you know not have to worry about this organization that I had not done anything with. I could just you know put it on hold a little bit and. Mm come back to it so that's what happened and that at that point interestingly i was you know it wasn't like a full-time like i had i had to have other jobs because it was first going so like i worked at that's where i met a lot of public art people let's see the office is is in lamert park yeah los angeles uh in the same place if you will with the chaos network yeah 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 so that's an interesting because we you know for a while just going back to this small um being a mom i it was out of my house for you know many years um i think we moved into chaos i want to say 2008 or 2009 so I can't re- quite remember. I mean, it must have been 2008 because um, it's funny because when we, f- when we went there, um, 
we were thinking about having office space and the need for office space. And we had looked at 18th Street Art Center, which was much more... In Santa Monica. In Santa Monica. Mm -hmm. Much more ready to kind of incubate a new organization. You know, they had, like, cars was started there. And, you know, some of the organizations that are still there kind of got their, like, highways and, you know, other... Uh, arts organizations so they had you know they had things like the copy machine the the you know uh kitchen you know like um they were ready to have an organization like ours whereas chaos is chaos (laughs) (laughs) but you know we couldn't imagine like not being in that neighborhood because it's such a neighborhood, you know, and our work is really all about neighborhoods. So, you know, being in Santa Monica so far away from the work that we do and, you know, not to mention having to deal with traffic coming back on this side of town at the end of the day, um, you know, kind of made the decision easy. And I mean, when we first moved in, we're like, oh, Ben, we'll be here like, you know, maybe three years, three or four years and then we'll move on. And you know, it's like we we the the way that I know how long we've been there is because Ben's daughter hadn't had her baby yet. Oh, <laughs> and he's like eight or nine now. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so, oh my goodness. Wow. Uh, huh. Yes. So there've been so many changes in Limerick Park during oh, that time. Yeah. We had definitely some ups and downs. Um um yeah, the People Street is kind of a cool thing that's happened since we've been there. That's one of the newer uh um uh, happenings and um uh, you know, I think a great thing for the community, it's challenging to program that space consistently, but um, I think it's great. And along with the theater, you know, once the theater is really activated, then that will... The Vision Theater. Yeah, the Vision Theater. Um, hopefully that will, you know, even up the energy around that space. The um, personalities, you know, that inhabit the area, like mm-hmm. like Ben, you mm-hmm. know, who's mm-hmm. such a really kind of an amazing character, you know, somebody who's so effective at um, kind of uh, organizing community, you know, getting people involved in doing things. Right. Um, really a master at that um so it's been i mean so you know going back to this idea of us being in lamar park in his space as opposed to santa monica it's been so wonderful to be able to partner with him and be there because it's such a crossroads of activity in the neighborhood yeah um one thing that when you talk about change in the neighborhood that um, makes me a little bit sad is I'm thinking about Babes and Ricky's and that, them not being there anymore. That was such a... Did you ever go there? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it well, was... I went to it when it was... Oh, know, over on Central Avenue? Yeah, on Central. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, I loved her. She was so amazing. It was great fried chicken. I know, wasn't it? <laughs> it was so delicious. I mean, it was such a great experience. They yeah. took such good care of you. Yeah. You walked in the door. You got fed. Great music. And great music. And they always wanted to find out how you were doing. And, you know, if you wanted something else, it was just like down home yeah. in the city. I know. Uh-huh. I guess they were the last of the clubs. Oh yeah, from, from Central, Central Avenue, Avenue right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I was I was down that way for a meeting recently. Uh huh. Um, was the same block as as the Dunbar Hotel? Oh yeah, uh huh. And that area has changed Hasn't so much. It? Yeah, really developed a it's lot. Developed a lot. Mm-hmm. There are all these great murals, like Noni has yeah. a mural there. Yeah. Right. And yeah. There's that ceramic piece. Uh-huh. I think it's by Robin. Yeah. Strayhorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. and I, I walked into the Dunbar, you know, sort of just being a looky loo. I know. And they just think... opened the door and say, Come on in, ah. you know. And there's did you know there's a beautiful painting by Elliot Pickney inside there? Oh no. I I had never seen that painting before. Ah. What is it of? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, I, I may is. have even seen it, to be honest, because I've been in there. Yeah, yeah. It's like a historical mural of, I think, a person who had something to do with aviation. Oh. Yeah. Which is okay. <laughs> really bad. I should not Not that. any, um, what are those? The Buffalo Soldiers. Not, not. The Buffalo Soldiers? Uh-huh. Oh. oh. No, no, no. no. Uh, nah. You're thinking Tuskegee. Yeah, Tuskegee Airmen. I don't. It didn't look like military. Okay. Yeah. yeah but, but, I know. but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there was recently. Uh, I went to a, a Dodger game. Uh huh. And they honored a, a Tuskegee Airman. Did they? Yeah. I it, know. The whole place just rose. Oh, did gave that? Gave a standing ovation. Right. Didn't that warm your heart? Yeah, and... it was beautiful. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah, I think we were gonna do something, and somehow it didn't work out, but. They just had their 75th anniversary, I think, not that long wow. ago or something. Yeah. Isn't that something? Uh-huh. Wow. Right. And there's all this history at, in Limert Park. Yeah, right. Yeah. You have to kind of look for it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But it's all there. Yeah, no, it's really, I mean, again, starting with the theater and, um, you know, that story. So what's going to happen? What, what, what? I don't really know anything about that theater. Can you tell oh, me? Oh, so so um, so it's called the Vision. It's the Vision theater. theater. So it was built, you know, in that area between in that time between the World Wars when so much of Los Angeles was built up and thirty-ish um, thirties, um, and um, it was Howard Hughes built it. You know, and he really, yeah, oh. um, and you know, he had his movie studio, and this was part of his distribution network. He partnered with Walter Lemert wow. to build a theater, and Walter Lemert was a developer of the area, and you know, he developed Larchmont, for example, also. Um, and uh, the sons of Frederick Law Olmsted um, oh. actually designed the neighborhood. And, um, you know, it won awards even then um, in terms of the, you have this beautiful uh, commercial core that's surrounded by um, just lovely blocks of um, different style homes, but very lovely. Thank you.
you grew up you didn't grow up in the middle. I grew up in Compton. You, yeah, actually. In Compton. Mm-hmm. And um but and did you go to Lemert Park back then? Would you there would have been no reason to go to Lemert Park. Mm-hmm. Huh, I don't then. think I went to Lemert Park until I got woke. <laughs> <laughs> woke. And that is that word. I keep hearing that word. I don't really understand what it means. What does it mean? What does woke mean? I don't know. You like, you know. Does your daughter use that word? No. no. Come on. She's into musical theater. She's more sophisticated. <laughs> musical theater and opera. She's not saying woke. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um so um yeah uh i'm trying to think of when like what the trajectory was you know because i was uh you know my undergraduate degree is in accounting so you know for is a while oh, yeah. did you tell me that before <laughs> i don't know oh. maybe that's good to I have know, it's helpful yeah, man yeah. when you want to run an organization it's yeah. very helpful but you know it was just like i was kind of on this weird path that was not to me <laughs> it was to somebody else and you know and then finally i started well i mean it was it was actually kind of parallel i don't know if i ever told you the story i say this all the time now because i was i was reminded of it um you know kim have you seen kim abelise's piece over on king boulevard oh, and yeah, Mount sure, jefferson absolutely. so i'm one of she she put me in that piece and oh really? Yes. <laughs> a walk a mile. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm in that piece. Nice. Your shoes. Yeah, my shoes are in that piece. <laughs> As they should be. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of shocking um, that she picked me, but um, you know, very much an honor too. Um, and I really adore her. I think she's like an amazing artist in person. Um, and so she wanted me to say something about myself and it jogged a memory was when I was 17, I called up the president of CalArts and said, I want to help artists and like, you know, as an accountant, right? (laughs) I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't even on the account track when I was 17 because I was still in high, I was still at Pius, (laughs) right? Can you imagine? Who was that? Who was the... It was Bob Fitzpatrick. Do you know who he is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. (laughs) And he, you know, I didn't know who he was, of course, or I would have been like best buddies with him back then. But he invited me to come up to CalArts. And, you know, so I had my little car and I drove up to CalArts and... 17-year-old Karen (laughs) (laughs) Off to Valencia. Right. And uh, so he invited... And this is when CalArts was kind of... You know, nothing. Like, it was smaller, I think. Mm. I'm trying to remember what it... I don't totally remember what it was like, but I don't think it was, you know... What as, period of time are we talking this about? This was... How old was I when I was 17? I mean, what year was it when I was 17? So this was like the 70s. I graduated from college in... I mean, high school in 1980. So okay. it was like that right. period. So... that That's the... 
not the hate. I don't want to say <laughs> heyday. Yeah. That's the uh, the infamous time of CalArts. Oh, right, right. Yeah, we're, <laughs> taking drugs in the jacuzzi. Right. And, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Thank God. I, I mean, I, I just missed, I guess, <laughs> you know, an experience. They probably cleaned up before right. you showed up. <laughs> This is a 17-year-old like, girl yeah, from Compton coming up, in. We clean better, let's up. clean this up. Pick up a broom. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, my God. I know. No, I was at a grant writing workshop. That's what he invited me oh, to. That's good. All right? That's very good. Because that's all I do right now. Right. So it was perfect. So that was kind of my, you know, that was how I... I voiced that interest. And then I just kind of like I went through an arts leadership initiative. You know who was in my class? Felicia Filer was Felicia. in that class. <laughs> and um, Felicia Filer, we, we have to explain yeah. all these references we're doing. Felicia Filer runs the public art program for the cultural affairs department at the city for the city of LA. Right. And at that time, she was awesome. working at Arts Inc. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and then... I um, think Steve was working there. Steve... Irvin. Irvin, he might have been. He was at Arctic. Was he th- in that period? Uh-huh. He was oh. there when Felicia was there. Okay, we'll have to talk about Steve in a minute, because I need to get caught up. Um, uh, and then... Um, this like, is in the course of how many is a like year? This or was how many like years? well, the arts leadership was a little. It, that was like ten years later, I guess. Okay. Yeah, this was after I went to business school. But but you're not explaining why did you think to call? I don't Cal know. Arts? Come on, what is a seventeen year old? Obviously, that was. And deep why did you me. want to help the arts? I don't know. Did, is there an artist in your family? No. Or did you see a I'm show? I'm glad you're or... asking me this because it's making me think about like what, where that came from. But I have no idea. It's just like, you know, that, I mean, you're that was school. my 17-year-old self, which is much more in touch with who you are than your 25-year-old self, you know, <laughs> in my case anyway, because I was like in an MBA school at that point. Right, right. And then, you know, when I got 40, that's when I started, I went back to that dream. You know, and started right. L.A. Commons. So, right. so um, it's an interesting trajectory, right? Yeah. But it, but it was an, it actually makes sense on some level because right. like you know if you're gonna do what I'm doing, having an accounting degree and an MBA is it like a you know really kind of a fascinating. So did you study that at Harvard? Accounting? Yeah. No. What did no, you? No, I went that? to I went to Cal State Northridge. That okay. was my first school CSUN yes and they had a the matadors they had like a top-notch accounting program <laughs> that was after you know I went to I actually went to I actually don't tell my UCLA you know family that I went to USC first oh <laughs> okay um because those USC people are crazy um <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Um, we used to have a neighbor who the, he unfortunately has passed away now. He was our next door neighbor, but the Saturdays when they had those UCLA games, you could hear him all the way down the block. Wow. <laughs> it was just. Um, but yes, I had a ill-fated, um, ex, you know, little side trip to 
on the on the um, path to be an aeronautical engineer. <laughs> oh, that's what the goal was. Oh. But something told me when I couldn't get the glider together in the class that maybe this was a little, this path might not pan out. (laughs) (laughs) Was that just you or were you in a team making a glider? Uh, It was, I don't know. I might've been in a team, you know, but it was just, it was sad. I don't know why I what where that was going i think it just sounded nice oh i'm gonna be a pilot um that's not (laughs) (laughs) you could still do that yeah i could (laughs) not (laughs) so yes anyway but that's what your 20s are for or you're absolutely right well that's what life is right 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 go for it right absolutely exactly that's what i tell my daughter Yeah, there's there's much to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's much to do. Well, and I feel like um, now, given where we are, it's nice to like really be able to be who you know focus on your you know kind of wake up and do what how you want to contribute to the world. You know, be really right. What needs and, to be done? Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I I'm not, not that I should complain because I've had a really great you know being that starting this organization has really afforded me like the freedom to to like kind of do my thing you know um which is quite a gift actually you know not to have to really answer to anyone too much i mean anytime you're working and you're making money you have to answer to someone but but um you know but I, i mean i think retirement would really like just amp that up you know, even more, you know, because you don't, I don't have to fundraise and, you know, kind of be a part of that grind. Right. So. Well, you might still have to fundraise. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping not. Depending depending (laughs) on how how big your dreams are. I know. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What you guys have been doing, yeah. you know, what LA Commons has been doing yeah. is, is part of it has been to bridge communities. Yeah. Not a lot of organizations are doing that. Yeah. I'm sure you you know that. But yeah. A lot, most organizations seem to gravitate towards a community. Yeah. And that's, they kind of like to sit there. Yeah. And you, you don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you go, well, you know, who... Who have we not talked to? Right. <laughs> you go and 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 a lot of a lot of organizations don't do that. Yeah, They're uncomfortable doing. Yeah, that. we love it. Yeah, why? It's... Why do you guys love it so much? Um, I don't know. We just I think um, you know Beth is like my key partner in crime, and and I think we just both are kind of adventurers and like really love exploring and you know love the beauty of this diverse culture mix that we have in Los Angeles and so to really um get to know that is so beautiful you know it's just really 
um, we're working right now uh, with DCA, the Department of Cultural Affairs, and the Alliance for California Traditional Arts on this Promise Zone Arts project, <clears throat> which is about Promise Zone. Promise Zone. You know the Promise Zone. No, well, um, that? So that's a federal designation that um, is given to cities and with a specific focus to bring uh, youth development and economic development benefits to a certain area. Um, And so it was based on something called the Harlem Children's Zone, which was focused on this very intensive service delivery and focus um, to, you know, foster success of particularly young people in that area. And so we... Danielle Brazel from Cultural Affairs had the wisdom to want to um, uh, get Cultural Affairs um, participating in that, which it's a mayor's office initiative. And the benefit of it, it doesn't necessarily come with dollars per se. Mm-hmm. More, it's it gives you access to government resources. Uh, you know, you... If you're based in the promise zone, then you get, you know, so many more points on your application. So oh. Danielle submitted an NER, NEA Art Town grant for this. And, you know, we got like probably the highest score, you know, based on a great proposal, but also on, you know, these extra points. So so we've been delving into all these communities that are in the promise zone, which is roughly like, you know, the area west of downtown and north so it goes into east hollywood and hollywood and and then it has koreatown um uh macarthur park pico union uh little bangladesh you know all of these very interesting neighborhoods and we've been partnering with the communities that are there to uncover their cultural treasures and it's just a kind of a fascinating process just learning about you know, these different groups. Like, I had no idea that there were so many Oaxacans in Los Angeles and that that was such a big group. You know, you know that Mexicans are, you know, such a large percentage of our population, but not specifically Oaxacans. And so as part of the project, I got to go to this, like, they have all of these hometown associations. So I went to one for this particular group and it was like these amazing very specific cultural dances from that region and um you know and they have these all the time and the other thing that's interesting and this is right up your alley they have all these brass bands like that's so much a part of their thing is like brass music getting to know that we just found out that there's like a million people of mayan descent in los angeles which who knew there were so many mayans um so you know it's just it's like we're just in the, i'm we're like kids in a candy store with all of this you know cultural riches and um you know that's one of the things i like most about what we do wow what a <laughs> what a privileged situation right 
Exactly. And they're welcoming and Oh yeah. yeah. So share. welcoming. I mean like I speaking of the Oaxacans, um, I was trying to put together a tour of the Oaxacan community. So this family just invited me over to their house for like and I had food and Flora and I both went and we were eating this delicious soup. Um, that was like a Oaxacan specialty that, mm. you know, you would never, oh, yeah, this is right up your alley. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was just, it's just so cool. Like, and, you know, as a travel, I love to travel. Mm-hmm. And I've always said this, you know, since I founded L.A. Commons in L.A., you don't even have to go, you don't have to get on any kind of transportation. Just go explore the neighborhoods of the city and you will you know, be able to travel almost anywhere in the world you want to travel in. Yeah, and right. people have their culture, you know, intact. You just have to dig a little bit to find it, so. That concludes another episode of Visitings. Thank you to Karen Mack for being on the show Thanks always to the Echo Park Film Center Machine Projects and Dub Lab for letting me share this. I'm Alan Nakagawa, sitting in my living room in Koreatown, saying thank you for listening to Visitings. (laughs) 